Runk. <laughs> Previously on Congratulations. It's a point of contention in our relationship at this point. Oh, the weather outside <laughs> is frightful. Let's not get too deep into it. Let's keep it on a light note and not get argumentative. Like, if you don't suffer any shit storms or have people that call you out on shit then you become an absolute lunatic. And I think that that's why people, you know, I mean, look, look at Jeff Bezos. I don't know what he's like for real. He seems like an insane person to me, right? I'm sure Bill Gates is probably the same way. I don't know. I mean, Steve Jobs died, but he would have grown up to be a warlord. You know what I mean? Mm. And so... As would have you. I say that often. I always say that. I thought I said that. You first. you you said it. Maybe you said it first, but I I say it as well. <laughs> okay. So it's my idea now. Thank you. <laughs> I'm the captain now. And um, but yeah, I think that uh, yeah, I I, I th- um, what were we saying? Fuck. But I got Jeff Bezos. How they? Yeah, but before that, going to crazy. Before warlord that. Steve Jobs. Would have yeah, been but before that, right. I want you to know what I said before that. <laughs> Can you be a better stenographer when I talk, please? Oh, that's what we need. That's what we need, dude. No, there's no, this is another, there's no we here. I need, we need a fucking stenographer, dude. We need a stenographer for the house. Imagine. I would realize I was wrong so much. Oh, can we check it back? It did? Oh, it did? I, I, I did I did say that? All right. Well, all right. Well, I did you get, you got that. I think you might've got that wrong. All right. Well, I'm going to get a new fucking stenographer because you're failing. For every one word I would say on the mm. transcript, how many do you think you would say? There would in be like. De- in a day. I would be like, back at. What did Kristen <laughs> say last? And she'd be like this. <laughs> you were late. <laughs> okay. What did she say before that? And she'd be like, Stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that was that a real laugh? Yeah. I'm going to be asking you now. 42 to 1. 42 to 1. Words? Oh, um, I said so many words. Yeah. And we made Calvin and he said more words. That's so cute. Yeah, he says too many words. So now you're going to yes, have to do with I that? Yes, I do. Yeah, dead. Yeah, dead. Did you eat the spaghetti? Yeah, dead. <laughs> it's in his pocket. Yeah, dead. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think that, uh, oh, I was talking about, oh, the Al, uh, so Al Pacino is an example. Al Pacino is a great actor. If he doesn't have a director to direct him, he'll just be like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, and you're like, dude, you're playing a mute. What are you doing, right? <laughs> the director, because I feel like the director's like, we got Al Pacino, we're so lucky, and then he's just watching him chew up the scene, and he's like, okay, I, I guess I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, chew up the scene, that's cool. Yeah. Can I do one more? Can I get another one? You know, and we're like, sure, 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 go ahead. And he's just at this point, he's like, I want to get props in here. I need wings. So you know? then what? what's the difference between that and then like a Christian Bale that just like continues to fucking get incredible? I think that one has, I, well, they both probably have huge egos, but like, I think that, uh, look. I think he's the shit though. He like never does interviews, never. Christian s- Bale? Yeah. He's just like, has had the same wife for like yeah. decades. Christian Bale is one of the greatest actors of all time, no yeah. doubt. But um, I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the difference. Yeah. I mean, yes. Uh, thank you for kind of like saying like it's me and Christian Bale and Aaron, 
<laughs> and Al Pacino are contemporaries, but well, it's like I'm talking to my husband, you, uh-huh. Crystalia, yeah. and then we're talking about Al Pacino and Christian Bale. Us. So that is the gr- the it's... three of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is crazy. We've done a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so I think that Al Pacino and Christian, B- I don't know, dude, there's, you know, I don't know, really. I think that it's very easy for an actor to be, to get a, jo- uh, to get jobs, start becoming a star. And then it's not necessarily about the acting anymore. It's more about themselves. And it's different too. Like, look, if you go see a Nicolas Cage movie or a, or take, there's a bunch of actors like this, Keanu Reeves, um, uh, Denzel Washington is like this, I, I feel like. Uh, and I, I'm not talking about talent. I'm talking about when you're going to see them do a movie, you kind of know what they're going to do. Denzel Washington one of the greatest actors, but you kind of know what he's going to do in movies. Mm. Christian Bale, you have no fucking idea what he's going to do. Uh, there are actors like that. Mark Ruffalo, you know what he's going to do. He's great, but you know what he's going to do. Right? Yeah. W- uh, what was that? This is Mark Ruffalo. That's your Mark Ruffalo impression? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> to, give me people to do impressions of. Okay. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, he's dead. <laughs> I mean, dude, you know. <laughs> dude, I'm okay, fun. when he was alive. I've never seen him. <laughs> <laughs> he's do a great another, actor. Do another one. You're not doing them well. You can literally just do, do anything. One, do one that I know. Okay. Uh, uh, Johnny Depp. Where's the rum? <laughs> so fucking bad. Is that from Pirates of the Caribbean or whatever? You don't even know. Oh, I just saw it a lot during the trial. All People right. saying it. Yeah. Memes. Memes. All right. So, uh, okay. That's fine. You know what I read today? Okay, you're jumping around a lot now, but what? Ooh. But that's okay. Um, we like to jump. You're on the tentacle of the octopus. I was reading this, somebody that worked in a mortuary. Okay. And she was saying- Wow, that this is so something that you saw on TikTok that you're trying to act like you read an article from. No. Okay. Uh, you know what I was reading the other day? So, so all right, in the background there was Kodak Black and I, oh wait, no, hold on. <laughs> I mean, no, go ahead. Um, she was saying that she doesn't trust any, like she tells all of her friends and family that like if any female passes away to make sure that the person that's like handling her body afterwards mm-hmm. is a woman or someone that she knows Why? because like she knows so many cases of oh just fuck bro no come bodies. on I yeah. swear I mean I guess you know everyone does everything but that is so wild yeah but just like that it's common enough that she's heard multiple stories well, that you she got- like doesn't trust bodies with her i mean i understand that but also okay there's two things that i i have to say about this number one is yum no (laughs) no no that is not one of the things that's not one of the 100 million things oh do you remember yum yum yeah yum from that uh sword and scale podcast yeah Yeah. we were that was a big kick for us for a while that was yeah we did sword and scale for a long time we were listening to it and then i was on an episode of sword and scale i recorded it and you surprised me my voice is on there yeah you lied you told me you well, yeah. yeah okay. I told you I wasn't going to do it and I did do it. Mm-hmm. Or no, I didn't tell you I was going to do it. Right, and then I right. said, listen to this. And you're like, right. is that you? Yeah. Um, but what was the, uh, what was I going to say? So now you interrupted me and I had two things to say. Okay. So two things is, um, so I got pissed, but I, I got through it, right? Because you interrupted me and I got pissed. I got through it. So I'm, 
I'm growing. You're just saying a lot of words you don't need so, to. So um, there's two things. I can only think of one of them right now. <laughs> and I'm pissed again. But one of them is uh, if you are a mortician, mm -hmm. do you think, number one, you're a you, there's something wrong with you, first of all. Second of all, if the answer is no, not necessarily, can you do that job and keep continuing to do that job without getting really fucked up? Okay, so, I don't think so you have no. fucked up people in that profession is what you're saying. Yeah. No matter what. Well, I think that's like the dirty little secret that we just like to gloss over about all of life. What? Is that There's another thing that I have, but go ahead. The, I didn't get to number two. Okay, go ahead. No, you can go. I, I, I can have it in my back pocket. <laughs> just that there's so much trauma that we're like constantly yes. interacting with and it just like fucks up people continually right. and we expect people to not have these issues. Yeah. But like, Life is so fucked. I know it really and, like, is fucked up. To come out even a little, just a little traumatized is like a miracle. Yeah. And so sometimes you might get morticians that are just fucking bodies. You know what they and say? You know what? You know Maybe what they this say? This is a fucking hot take. Oh boy. <laughs> but Jews. <laughs> no, like obviously that's fucking terrible. And if that yep. was my body, I would be pissed. But like, is well, it you the, wouldn't be. You'd be dead. Is it the worst thing in the world? Oh. <laughs> Okay, so yes, but here was my second question. She's making a joke. Haha, <laughs> very funny. It's horrible, yes? yeah, but like it's not murder. You're not actively hurting an alive person. <laughs> Listen, my second number two thing. It that wouldn't be the thing I would protest. Okay, go ahead. I wouldn't be chanting. Hell no. Don't fuck dead bodies. Hell no. Don't fuck dead bodies outside of fucking Alan's mortuary. Listen. Uh, the number two is, would it be that bad because you'd be dead? You said, I'd be pissed, which you wouldn't be, you'd be dead. So my whole thing is, like, I asked my dad, like, what do you want? My mom and my dad have way different ideas on what they want when they die. My mom really? wants a beautiful funeral, uh, everyone to be there. She wants fucking to play, what a wonderful world. She wants that song at her funeral uh, by Louis Armstrong or whatever. The, no, that's the one who went to the fucking. With all of her diamonds, just like. Planet, yeah. Yeah, 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 out. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but my dad says, I don't give a fuck. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't care if you have a thing. Sure. So my, I guess my question is, do you want them? What if, what if you knew that at, when you died, a mortician was going to absolutely have sex with you? I'd haunt him. Okay. But you know, what's worse than getting fucked? Burning. And, and people get burned in ashes all the time. So it, my point is when you're dead, it doesn't matter. You're not thinking anything. It's for your loved ones if you knew that's fucked up. Well, I think that's what you're protecting. It's just like my, what uh, I want for a funeral mm -hmm. is what is going to make my children and my mm -hmm. family mm -hmm. the most fulfilled and mm -hmm. happy. Grandkids and everything. Yeah. yeah. And like, like what if. So you're saying. It doesn't have to do with me at that. Yeah, point. they don't. Really, they fucked. They fucked grandma after she died. You don't want to. Have to you don't really have to tell that to, to, to Cal's kids. What's that from? Oh, the um, the uh, Judge Judy. No, I think it was just Mathis or something. One of those judge shows where the ladies. Uh, <laughs> I forget why she did it, but um, what I, what you were saying is trauma is so pervasive, mm -hmm. and life is so fucked up. And what I'd like to say to that is, you know what they say: death is just the moment when the dying ends. 
Learn, learn Do it that, again. Learn that. That is just the moment when the dying ends. <laughs> That's from the song. There's this song that Ed O.G. Ed O.G.'s good, dude. Old, 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 old rapper. Uh, Premier did the beat on that when he says, that is just the moment when the dying ends. And it really, really spoke to me. It really spoke to me. For a guy that doesn't like music, you certainly... It speaks to me. Music yeah. speaks to me. I've got a huge headache. I need Advil. But, um, Do you? Yeah. Oh, she's so sweet. I was just... The way you cared. Well, this is just regular behavior. You're surrounded by... Sociopaths. Yeah. Just so. comedians. Mm. You, if you said you had a... Why don't you just have one fire go get it? No, it's okay. I can get in a little bit. We can, you know, we'll do like, uh, you know, 20 more minutes and then... Okay. And I'll go get Advil. And by that time, my head will be screaming. Still got to go to the post office and all that stuff. I got a package here, but it's all good. This is why you're sad. Oh, <laughs> talk about a hot take dude what do you mean you constantly anticipate the worst thing happening and so it's as if you're living Hell through yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're just anticipating the experience to be shit okay you're anticipating the headache to get way worse <laughs> You have plenty of shit to do after this, and so you're already dreading it. And so you're you're going through the bad stuff twice. And it may not even be bad. So even if, let's say, the experience is good, like we go to get the packages and we take cow and it's like a beautiful evening and it's a good experience, you have a good experience, but then you made it into a bad experience before, so it like cancels each other out. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do that? Press the button? No. <laughs> Why are you ready for life to fuck you? Hell yes. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I have to drop that shit. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, but it's just like, you're right, dude. Worrying makes no difference. Mm -hmm. Because you, it, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's like being like... Oh, God, you really opened up a fucking Pandora's box for me by asking that, and I do not like it. Like, we were discussing something last night that you're going to be doing, mm -hmm. and, like, the amount of things that absolutely will not happen that mm. you brought up mm. as a possibility. Yeah, one of them was a porcupine finds its way in my anus and lives there and has a family. Could. <laughs> right. Because mm -hmm. then we... that porcupine, what would it be like? Hell yeah. <laughs> But like even as a kid, you were like anticipating someone poisoning oh, your parents. Oh, dude. I went to Comic-Con as a kid. This was before Comic-Con was a big thing. And I went with my friend who invited me there. And I was so – and his mom took us. And she had the adjoining room. And I made him lock the door so she couldn't come in because I thought she was going to poison me. <laughs> and that is a real fear I had. And that's how fucked up I am. Think about if that were Cal and he was sharing those fears with you, yeah. how alarmed you would be. I called my parents and they laughed so hard that I thought she was going to poison me. Just deeper. And they were in Lake Arrowhead and I was in San Diego and they, they told everyone at Lake Arrowhead <laughs> and they were all laughing and I was like crying. I was so scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing though, is like we didn't know then that like laughing was maybe not the best reaction. Mm. Now we have all this fucking science and data that like you know backs up. Yeah. 
I was like, like, Mom. Our parents were just freeballing it. And, and so his, the fact that they did yeah, there was as, no internet and shit. They, they did as well as they did. Like hats off to freeballing parents. My freeballing parents, you know. My uh my 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 by the way, her son, my friend, was in the room with me and I was like, Mom, I think oh, honey. I think Mrs. Fowley's gonna poison me. Oh Yeah. I, I was a lunatic, dude. And if, I am. If that was Cal, mm-hmm. how old were you? Well, I was too old. I was probably thirteen. Really? Mm-hmm. I was crazy. I was so so scared at ev- about everything 13, when I was a kid. Wow. Yeah. If that were Cal, yeah. What would you do now that we're not free balling? That we have a lot of data and like science backing up our parenting decisions. Well, I would just be like, well, why do you think this? Mm-hmm. And what is what, what? What makes you think this? And then if you had said what I said, I would probably have to still laugh <laughs> because what I said was, well, we were at dinner. And she got a ginger ale, but she said she wanted it with a twist. And I don't know what that is. Is that poison? <laughs> That's so sad and cute. So you're doing what my parents did, which is laugh. Well, you're 42 now. Uh, sometimes. You're not 13. If no. you were 13, I'd, I would be like, oh, sweetie. Really? Yeah. I would laugh later, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would say like, "Well, Calvin, uh, that's not going to happen." And then I, I would, I would say, as a kid, "How do you know, though?" I feel like she's going to, and I, I guess I would say like, "I can, I can hear that you feel that way, but um, you have to, ha- you know, in life you're going to feel certain ways, and you, you know, it's not about, it's okay to be scared, but you know, you you need to." Being brave is not not being scared. Being brave is being scared and getting through the night. And 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 I feel like you're going to be okay because I know Mrs. Fowley and I don't think that's going to happen. That's what I would say to Calvin. Is that good? You're an awesome fucking dad. Mm. And I always say no matter – well, we have a great relationship. Right. But if God – you can't count on the future. Right. No matter what. I know yeah. that you will always be a fantastic dad. Yeah. And I know that that's not always the case. So With people? Yeah, just like in, you know. Yeah, I love being a dad. I know. But no, I love being his dad. Yeah. No, I think you I, I do. No, I, I absolutely love being a dad. But the stronger thing is I love being his dad. Yeah. I mean, he is just my, I, I, you know. I mean, I don't know. He's just, I love being a dad. Yeah. And I love being... I just, I care about him so much. It's weird. It was like ha- when he arrived, like the, f- it was the first, really first time I was forced to feel in a certain way that I had never felt before and have my walls down and not live selfishly because, you know, and I'm, I'm still selfish and I, I, I work through it and it's, it's hard, but like, it's the first time I realized what it's like to not be selfish, right? Like even just little things, like I took him to lunch today and he, and I, I got him turkey, which is what he said he wanted. Mm. And I got a club sandwich. And in my club sandwich, there's bacon. And I love the bacon in the club sandwich. But I I thought, oh, Calvin loves bacon. I didn't think about that. I know he said he wants turkey, but I'm going to take a piece of bacon and put it on his plate. And then he ate the bacon immediately. And he said, I am more bacon. And I just gave him kind of almost all of my bacon, even though I wanted my bacon. <laughs> and even though it's just little things, I was like, that's makes me feel really actually really good to legitimately not eat this bacon because I know he's having it and he likes it and I wouldn't I might feel that way with another person 
but I'd have to make myself feel that way. Like if it was you or Matt or somebody that I love, I'd be like, I really want that bacon, but okay, look, they want it. Maybe they want it more than me. Fuck it. But I don't do that with Cal. With Calvin, it's just like, oh, he wants it. I want him to have it. And that's what makes me happy. And I wish I was like that more with other people as well, but it was Calvin to show me how to be like that. And that's a wild thing to feel, uh, you know, because I think that I was just living very selfishly for so long. Um, and I never realized that, that, mm -hmm. you know, because I just thought everyone should live that way. They just don't do it because they're bitches or some shit, you know, I'm whatever I was making up in my head, if I'm being honest. And, um, yeah, so. Yeah. I don't well, know. and the journey hasn't been linear by any means. Like, I think when uh, everything happened and you got into recovery, <clears throat> mm -hmm. I thought that it was like a quick fix. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this means that like everything is good now. Mm -hmm. And seeing now like the past two and a half years, almost three years, mm -hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, like it's been up and it's down. It's up and down always, you know? yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I only say that because I feel like I get um, messages from a lot of women who are going through difficult things oh, in got their it. Yeah. relationships, you know? Mm -hmm. And on the surface, it just seems like you like figured it out and you oh, got your life, yeah. you know, no, like yeah. under control no. in like two weeks and that's no. not been the case. It mm -hmm. is, it's been so up and down, mm -hmm. you know, for you and for us. Yeah. It's, I mean, life is You're not real perfect. life Yeah, and it's not. It's not, even though it's linear, it's not linear. Like it's, you know, uh, it's like just, this. yeah. Hey, hmm. that's really artistic how you did that with your hand. Thank you. You, you should be a performance artist. Okay. Well, cut you so deep to your soul because you thought maybe you'd grow up and be a performance artist. And no, so I wanted you to keep talking about what you were talking oh. about and not talking about the other thing. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Life is real life and mm -hmm. it's fucking hard and... Uh, yeah, everyone's a real person and it's, uh, you know, we're out there for, for you guys too. You know, you, everyone's going through shit. I also like, there's a, there's a thing now too, like my meet and greets like that I do on the road, like many people come up to me and tell me about the struggles that they've been through. And now that I am on this, you know, self, I, I try to be a, more self-aware than I ever was. It is a it is a wild thing to hear people's stories with those ears and to like I think I mentioned this in my podcast, but somebody came up to me once about recently about um, them uh, them having these twins that were in the NICU for a while because they were born preemie and uh, uh, prematurely and my and they're and and they listened to my podcast and my stand up so much during that time and and they were like you know. They came up to me in a meet and greet, and they were telling me about their struggles and and how they they were like it was cool to hear you know you and 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 you made us laugh and like that you know I I say to them like I, I'm so uh, sorry that you went through that uh, but I'm happy that I was there for you in a certain way because um, I think when people go through real pain. Uh, you know, and everybody's not perfect, but when people go through real pain, it's such a relief when you have something that you can do to take your mind off that shit. And I never really experienced that in, in, in 30 plus years because I was living 
just selfishly and and being not you know you know now that i've felt what actual pain feels like through me and through other people um yeah i just my heart goes out to you guys if you do feel that way or if you're having one of those times now or if you've ever had one of those times yeah and again it's not like a light that you just turn on no i know and i you go through mm -hmm. you know periods where like you're not yeah you know like you struggle and i'm not in a good headspace i'm not you know whatever it is but Mm -hmm. and i and i and i've thought about too like this podcast is a lot of work i know it doesn't seem like it because i'm just bullshitting every week but like it is like i want to make it good sometimes i feel like it's you know it's hard and i'm doing shit with you know in my mental it's hard to perform it's really hard sometimes to compartmentalize and perform on this podcast and talk about funny shit all the time and i know i don't have to and i appreciate you guys listening to it and you know episodes like this is are fun but um you know it's a it's you know i a lot of the times i feel there are times where i continue to do this podcast because i i know people really depend on it and like it and shit and so that's why sometimes i do this podcast legitimately so uh, and, and it's not because i i feel charged to do it which i do often but sometimes i don't and so yeah i mean listening to your ipod right now not even listening to me <laughs> listening to right now fucking and i will always love you That's good. Whitney Houston was a good singer. <laughs> we can say that. What else? Nothing. Just thinking about what you were saying. Yeah. I don't like getting too serious. I don't like getting too serious. I don't yeah. like getting too serious. I definitely try to make jokes afterwards because <laughs> we need some levity. We need some levity. Because we need some levity. Yeah. Well, you like being serious, though, huh? What is that about that? That's not true. Well, no, you like goofing off, right? You definitely like goofing off, but you yeah. love getting in deep conversations. Like, dude, you, like, if you're sitting around with your friends and you're having a conversation. Oh, yeah. That shit will be deep as the abyss. Mm-hmm. That thing will be so deep, dude. It's so deep. <laughs> That we can see new species of marine life, dude. It's so deep. We're in China. It's so deep. It's hot. Well, I'm sure that's why I like being around you so much. Because I what? We level each other out. Maybe, but like, when you go when you go deep, sometimes you go deep. I go here. We go again. Can't we just do jokes? But sometimes you go deep, and then I don't want to go deep. Really? Yeah. The other night. Is this, are we being sexual? (laughs) (laughs) The other night when I was, oh, you want, I wanted to go deep and you didn't want to go deep. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Sometimes we do it. We surprise each other and sometimes you do jokes, but I always want to do jokes. I always want to do jokes and we have that, don't we? Yeah. That's Um, the best. That is the best, dude. I feel like, um, this is another study. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Well, the last one was about fucking dead corpses. So this one should be, let's try and top that. They were looking up, um, Mm. like, I like studies that begin with they. 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Researchers, they were <clears throat> looking at um, like qualities that fortify relationships. Because mm. um, any uh, anything can break someone up, but it's more like what the buffers are to mm. save relationships. Mm. And they found that having a common sense of humor and yeah. being able to laugh through Seems difficult crucial. shit is like yeah. the number one thing. It was like 95% of the yeah. couples that have gone through stuff and gotten through it mm. had that in common. Mm. I'm just... What was that? Noise? I think he coughed, right? You coughed? Oh, that was the dog? Oh, I thought that uh, one fire coughed. I thought um, he literally laughed in your face, like, about the study. <laughs> this study's boring, like that. Um, but yeah, having that in common with you. What was number two? I, I just said 95. It pulled that right out of my ass. Oh, come on. It didn't know. say 95? I don't know what the 90, I don't know what the number is. Oh, I my just know God, it was the dude. the top thing. I love that about you. I love when people make up percentages. But I tell you that I'm making it up. Great. But don't tell me that. Make Lie to me. <laughs> so I tell someone else and they go, I don't know if that's true. I want that for me so I can feel that pain of, oh, oh she lied. Oh, fuck, I'm saying. Okay, well. Because at that point, it's on me. I can't be like, my wife told me, because then I look like a bitch. So I'm like, yeah, but I just, I don't know what, what it was. I, I thought it was not for, I must have misread it. Fuck. Now I'm lying. Why, why are you like that? Like, why are you such a stickler for the details when someone other than you is retelling something but Con you don't hold yourself to the same standard control <laughs> control he's got a control problem he's got a control problem ask me if i have a control problem do you have a control problem hell yes <laughs> <laughs> ask me questions how great am i they're so great and cute. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite rapper? Mm. Well, this is a really... Tech Nine. Oh, nice. Really? Mm -hmm. He is. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I love Tech Nine. I think he's the best. You know, I love Tech Nine. The album Killer. Awesome. Uh, okay. That was that was it. Just how great am I? And what was your favorite rapper? What you like? You like what? What was your favorite food? I mean, I have to go potty. No, you're kidding. No. Well, we can be done. But what's your favorite food? This seems boring. No. You said ask me questions. I know, but not like that. I know it's good. Trying to do rapid fire shit so be fun at the end of the episode. Okay, okay, okay. What's your favorite food? Uh, pasta. Fuck yeah, dude. I love pasta too. But wh why don't I ask what's my favorite food? Why would you ask you what your favorite food is? No, I'm going to ask you what my favorite food is and you oh, should know. Oh, I see what you're saying. So That's a great idea. Okay. Go ahead. Go ask you, me what but, your favorite no, food is. No, you do it about you. Do five. What's your, ask me what your favorite food is. What's my favorite food? Pasta. Yeah. I get okay. that right. So okay. now what? Uh, what's my favorite genre of music? The, the bullshit when you play when you're getting ready. No. Um... Country. No. I know. Sad shit. No. What? Hip-hop? Hip -hop, yeah. I know that. Okay. One, um, for one, one for one. Uh, how many kids do I want? Well, you want eight, but you don't want to be pregnant eight times. I'll take that. And we're not going to have eight. Go ahead. <laughs> Another one. Um, uh, what is my favorite animal? Dog? Yeah. Yeah, okay. If, if your favorite animal isn't dog, you're crazy weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm, um, 
What's my uh, middle name? Anne. <laughs> every every white girl's middle name is Anne. Sweetheart. Oh, oh, Michelle. I know. I knew that. It's actually not now. It's Taylor. Oh yeah. Kristen Taylor D'Elia. That's sweet. So uh, what happened to um? Uh, what was my favorite part of our wedding? Uh, our vows. No. Um. The coffee stand? No, that was cool though. Shout out to fucking Mark Bub from Killing oh, yeah, Mike yeah, yeah, for doing yeah, yeah. that. Uh, favorite part of the wedding? Me? No. We were mine. What? Um, dancing with Cal. Oh, that was very the sweet. The first dance yeah. with Cal. Aww. Okay, you asked me now. What is my favorite movie? Uh, Swingers. Oh, good, good, good. Do you know what I think the best movie is? The Godfather? No. Uh, I don't think you'll get it. What? It's called it's named it's called Husbands. Oh, I I would have gotten yeah, it. Oh, you would have. Yeah. It's by John Cassavetes. I don't fucking know if you can get it. It's the, I think this is the best movie ever. Um what is uh one of my favorite things to do at night? Eat ice cream and take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, watch movies and eat at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um what's my favorite genre of movie? Uh, thriller? Yes, you got it. Um, how many cars do I want? As many as can fit comfortably in your house. Yes, sweetheart, yes, and also uncomfortably. <laughs> yes, and also I parked them on the street. Yes, yes, very good. Yes, very good. Um, how handsome do I think I am? I think you think you're an eight. <laughs> A nine? No, I think I'm... Uh, you know, it depends on what day it is, really. But you would say... Yeah, I would say I'm an eight. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know you better than you know yourself. Keep going. What, uh, if I had one, uh, 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 my appearance, what would I change my appearance? Nothing. Oh, that's pretty good, but I would make my legs maybe a little longer. <laughs> Wider? After I met Howie, Harry Jowsey... Howie Jowsey. Howie Jowsey. <laughs> Harry Jowsey. Dude, uh, he, that guy is tall as shit and he's got really long legs. And I was like, fuck, I want that. Ooh. I want those. Yeah, he's a cool, dude. Ooh, who is my hall pass if, if I could have one? Is it Jason Momoa? Yeah. That's so fucking fucked up, dude. I love that. I <sighs> love all of that. You probably like it now that he's even a little bit fatter. You like that. Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who mine is. Uh, Jessica Chastain? She's great. Yeah, she's great. She could be. Yeah, could be her. All of your, like, go-tos are, like, hot women over 40. Yeah. Well, you know, because they know some shit that I don't know. You know what I mean? 50, Mm -hmm. 60, 90. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Anyway. uh, All right. Well, that's good. I think we did a good, uh, we did a good, you know? We did a good, didn't we? What? I love you. Oh, I love you, too. Uh, and this was fun. And that uh, wraps the year up, I think, probably. Uh, so that's crazy, 2022. 2023 is coming up, and uh, we will be firing the podcast on full syllables. Give be- a recap of this year. Like a general recap of like how you feel about it and how you feel going into the new one. And I'll tell mine, too. You go first. Okay. Um, I feel like it was a big growth year mm-hmm. and forced both of us to like be out of our comfort and figure some shit out Mm -hmm. and 
um, in the growth, mm-hmm. I think, came healing, and mm-hmm. I'm excited for our next chapter. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I feel like it was a lot of resetting, resettling, um, and we we feel good uh and this year has been good and it it i have a lot this year has been hopeful i have a lot of hope for the future um and i've been very grateful this year um so i feel grateful and hopeful for next year uh in 2023 and i really hope that you guys have a, a great year next year and i will come back i will come back for this podcast it'll be uh just me doing an episode um, it might be a little late this next week, but, uh, in the, in the new year, but, uh, we are, uh, we're back and firing on all syllables like, and subscribe and also get tickets. I'll be in San Diego in like a week or two, uh, Seattle. I mean, I'll be in San Diego for a week or two. I'll be in, in a week, in a week or two. I'll be in Seattle and Portland, Brea Improv, uh, Seattle and doing McCall Hall and then New York, New York, uh, Rhode Island, Chicago in February and Louisiana and all that Midland, Texas, chrislea.com get your tickets thanks a lot you guys well that's it for youtube if you want to catch the rest of the episode go on over to uh patreon.com slash chrystalia and you can catch the rest of the thing with uh, me here and Kristen. we're doing it in two parts so uh you know it's either part one or part two right now but either way go and catch the full version of part one or part two by going to patreon.com slash chrystalia also you can get all the backlog episodes that come out that have come out uh, full in their entirety and also every month we do an episode for Patreon that is not on YouTube so check that out too and all that is just $6 so going over to patreon.com slash Thanks a lot